Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. All right, J Crypto here, guys. And in today's video, we're going to be going over a few different segments of the market. So first off, let's take a look at what's happening. Um, obviously, we've had a very interesting 24 hours. I've been doing a lot of research to see what caused this this dip. There's a lot of theories out there. There's a theory that you know China um, kind of banning, I guess, institutions to buy crypto or hold it, created a massive sell. Um, after further investigation, I mentioned that in my last video. I'm not sure if that's 100% accurate. There was quite a few um, talking points I've heard from a lot of different YouTubers, a lot of different perspectives. Obviously, the Elon Musk theory, which I'm not a huge buyer of either. Then there was the liquidation of margin um, leverage traders, which could be definitely a factor. But all in all, we did rebound pretty quickly. Uh, Bitcoin, obviously, we dropped all the way down to, I believe, I thought we dropped down all the way to 29,000. Maybe there was a candle that dropped all the way down to 29,000. But. Anyways, we're back up to 39k at the moment, and uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. No one really is, so even if they tell you, they know where the market's going. It's kind of a weird time. I do think that if we just take a look at adoption, we can kind of gain, gain some confidence in cryptocurrency. I've heard some interesting perspectives, but at the same time, guys, crypto and blockchain technology is just all over the place right now. In fact, before I go into the top, you know, coins and buys and sells and things of that nature, why don't we just look at a few different sources of information that I've been just seeing a lot of buzz around blockchain for. So the first one is a huge Bitcoin, Ethereum believer, holder, trader, whatever he calls himself. I think he's called, he's mostly an investor, which is Robert Kiyosaki. And he's great for financial education. In fact, when I was younger, I got a lot of my financial education from Robert Kiyosaki. Um, his, he has a great book talking about assets and things of that nature called Rich Dad Poor Dad. So in this interview, he just released around 20 hours ago. He is interviewing Harry Dent. And in this little portion here, we hear Harry Dent, who is definitely a traditional financial guy speaking to blockchain disruption for central banks. So I'm going to play this for you guys. 
including the fact that I quickly discovered the average person spends the most at 46 back then, now 47, moving towards 48. So I can, I can predict how a new generation like the massive baby boomers are going to spend more money into 2007 and then slow down. And guess what? The reason we have non-stop money printing is to offset the decline of the baby boom generation. And this is the worst policies ever in history. And these central bankers are first of all going to be destroyed by the internet and blockchain technologies, number one. And number two, by being the dumbest asses in history that think you can offset a downturn, printing money out of thin air and think it will go away. <laughs> Like I said, you know where you know where Harry stands. Wonder where Harry stands in this whole. So thing. I got But I gotta ask. So because you you went there. So blockchain. How is blockchain gonna how uh, destroy the central banks? Okay. All right, guys. And you can watch the full video. I'm not trying to rip off you know Robert Kiyosaki's name and use it for subscribers. But this is a cool little interview. Obviously, Harry Dent gives a pretty. He gives two things that are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're true. I, I he gets two predictions that are pretty wild. One that U.S. Treasury bonds are going to be very valuable, more valuable than people think. And I'm kind of more like Robert. I have a real estate background. I was a realtor, and I got into real estate selling, which is different than real estate investing, because I just wanted to learn about real estate, and what what real estate was. Figured the easiest way was to get my real estate license. Boom, boom, ba. Um, I did find out that the residential real estate selling industry, it's definitely not really in line with the real estate investing industry, in my opinion. I think they're two completely different things. So that's kind of why I'm getting into blockchain too, because I love yield farming, I love passive income, and I do think that there's going to be a lot of transition and disruption into the real estate industry through blockchain liquidity. And I'll get into that in future videos. But for now, guys, feel free to check out the rest of this, Robert and Kim. Um, the next thing I want to point out, too, is I'm a big Cardano guy. So obviously there was this that happened a few days back with Charles Hoskinson's and uh, Mr. Mark Cuban. So basically what happened was Mark was, you know, tweeting. and He says, are you personally able to use ADA for anything? If so, what have you used it for? That's the question I ask about all crypto. Do you find yourself using it for anything that you find value in? Now, Mark's a smart guy, but obviously he's been very controversial, especially in the crypto space. And this is what he does, guys. He literally just calls things out. He's He basically just points at their weaknesses. He, especially when everyone's getting on the train for something, he points at their weaknesses. He might own a ton of ADA, but he's still gonna do this. And if the if the price drops for ADA, I'm sure he'll buy more. But like he's just kind of pointing at the weakness, probably having a little fun with it because this is what he's known for. I mean, if you guys have watched Shark Tank, this is what he's known for. They, oh, pitch me! All right, great. I'm gonna point at your weaknesses. I may or may not buy it, but basically, just by pointing at your weaknesses, I'll be able to get your equity for your company a lot cheaper uh, if we're negotiating. And it's kind of like a negotiating strategy, but. I don't, I don't think it was that uh, cutthroat in this example. I do think that he, this is just what he does. So he probably owns a lot of beta. He probably buys a lot of beta, and he's going to point at the weakness. And the biggest weakness for ADA is what? It, it hasn't, it hasn't, the ecosystem hasn't been built yet. It looks great. It looks better than all the other things that are available just because 
we're gonna bring in the, you know, I mean, the blue ocean of developers that aren't developing on Solidity. And so much more, guys. But anyways, I'll, I'll read you guys the rest of this. So, Charles responds to that and says, You're breaking my heart, Mark. But levity aside, come by the farm in Colorado sometime and let's chat. Charles would love to take a guy like Mark Cuban, and Mark Cuban obviously has a lot of clout. And Charles is just saying, "Hey, man, like, I, I get that you don't know, you don't know what the future beta holds. None of us do. It hasn't been a dot. Like, it, we haven't released everything yet. But there's reasons why this technology is going to change the world, and why it's so powerful." and also why it could potentially be a great investment long term. And we'd love to have you on board, but you're a smart guy, let me explain it to you in private, you know, whatever. Then Mark obviously is gonna point at the weakness of that tweet and say, levity aside, Charles, whenever someone pitching me tells me it has to be in person, that's a red flag. I know this isn't a pitch, but would you, but would love to know, where do you use Ada on a daily basis? See that, boom, once again, He's saying, hey, look, the weakness of that tweet. Oh, guess what? He's asking me to come in person. Why can't he tell me over in public with everyone on Twitter to see? Secondly, answer the question. Where is Ada be using? And as Ada holders, as the Ada community, especially if you're staking Ada on Deadlist or URI, and you're following some of these YouTubers who are part of the Ada community, I mean, we guys, we get this all the time, okay? <laughs> So it's just the fact that it's Mark Cuban just doing his, his dance. It's his show right here. He's just kind of putting it out in the public. But what Mark's also doing is he's playing a little, he's playing dumb, I think. Because the reality is he's also giving, obviously, Charles a chance to explain why Ada is a more um, superior product than Ethereum or some other smart chains that are out there, which Charles does take him up and also he marks Charles. he mocks Charles but saying levity aside but that was fine seriously Mark it was just a friendly invite but you want me to pitch Ada over Twitter okay we have five million students in Ethiopia thousands of assets issued on Cardano a nice dap ecosystem brewing for smart contract launch look at that brewing uh, Mark is gonna definitely hit that because basically what Charles is saying is like Dude, we have this nice DAP ecosystem building. It's still being built. I guarantee you, Mark. Well, I already read the tweet, so it's kind of like I already know what he's going to say. But just wait. Brewing for smart contract launch, a new VC model with Catalyst, huge community. And then he just throws the community at Mark. That's great. I'm happy for your application in Ethiopia and thousands of assets issued. Let's talk with, with when the platform stops brewing and starts serving users. Not saying you can't do well, just saying you aren't there yet, but, but you are an ETH OG. Why no smart contracts to start? And obviously smart contracts are like a couple months away right now. So it's, 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 you know, it's the initial little, Hey, why is that? Why is all the buzz about Ada? I mean, they haven't even launched yet. How do we know it's going to be a good product? But I don't know. I like how Charles kind of responds here. We rebuilt the entire smart contract model. It took four years to do it, but it's necessary if you actually want security and scale. No more DAO hacks, less off-chain code, consistent operating costs. Furthermore, I want all devs, not just Solidity devs. All right, let's go over to here. 
play this video for you guys. Live from hot, humid Florida. I'm actually in Miami right now. I figured I'd take a nice vacation, a little break for a week. Uh, and it's been a really interesting weekend. And I'll tell you guys about it later. But today's video is a video for a special guest, and that is Mark Cuban. I noticed over Twitter he's asking some questions about Cardano. And we always love it when people are curious about the ecosystem. Uh, first off, if you go to cardano.org, it can actually take you through a funnel and show you all kinds of different things about who we are, what we're doing, and the purpose of the project. Cardano started as a long arc research and development project. The point of Cardano was to ask, where do we need to go? What do we need to do to have an ecosystem with a billion people, uh, not an ecosystem with a million, and be able to sustainably provide a financial operating system for them? Furthermore, what collections of technologies need to be brought together to enable that ecosystem uh, to actually do that at a reasonable cost for the bottom two billion people? Uh, so it wasn't just a project about how do you write a basically he goes on to talk about you know bringing more developers and supplying obviously more jobs for those developers um, that aren't being used in the blockchain space so if we can utilize a lot of the developers who aren't even on the blockchain space yet I mean that's gonna be great for overall blockchain adoption blockchain innovation the second thing that he's saying is like in this video is basically if you're gonna spend ten dollars to use an application on ETH or you want to tr or not not spend excuse me you want to transact right you want to move ten dollars of value on this the ethereum network you don't want to have to pay nine hundred dollars to move that ten dollars of value okay so these are all the things that cardano's fixing and obviously you know charles's biggest thing is look the u.s it's got a lot of regulations it's got it's already got like a ton of different uh, I guess frameworks built that will impede the success of rapid adoption for blockchain. But he's not going after the US, and I talk to my developer buddies about this all the time, he's going after Africa, which has no framework currently, and he's going to literally leverage that, so that way he could start fresh, you know, he's working with the African government, right, and he's going to bring financial equality to one of the countries that needs it most. So it's one of the reasons why I try to, you know, talk to my wife about moving to Africa all the time. <laughs> I'm just joking. But I do think that Africa definitely has a solid future. Alright guys, so I'm going to link this in the bottom in the description if you want to watch the whole thing. It's a really good, you know, Cardano, if you're just getting into Cardano to start, you know, watching this. Um, I, I would totally recommend you do that. And maybe I'll even make an entire video about this and just kind of show this whole clip so you guys can watch it from there too. So next up, I wanted to show you guys from the NFT perspective, an interview being done with Gary Vaynerchuk about his new NFTs. Obviously NFTs have, you know, it, we're not even in a bubble, I don't think, because the adoption's just so, like, it's so low guys. I mean, like, it's, it's just the very, very beginning of adoption, guys. The very, very beginning. So, I mean, yeah, if you look at Amazon in 2002, yeah, there was a crash, but if you look at where it went from, like, its local top in 2002 to where it's at now, then we're not at a bubble. So let's watch this interview, and then I'll show you the site where you guys can check out Gary Vee's NFTs and be friends. 
uh, for the surprising prices and the celebrities that are getting involved in the craze. But entrepreneur and VaynerMedia CEO Gary Vaynerchuk is launching a first-of-its-kind NFT collection. The Friends features more than 10,000 tokens of art drawn by Gary and each assigned utility through a smart contract. Gary Vaynerchuk is CEO of VaynerMedia. And as of today, uh, VFriends CEO and creator, something that I don't see how you could have been planning it for that long because it's so new, uh, Gary V, but you wanted to do it on a, a celebratory day, uh, which I love. I love uh, May 5th, obviously, for, for a lot of reasons. So you did it today. I said earlier, you've, had, you've been an angel investor in so many successful startups that I, I believe you. That, that this is not, I don't think, necessarily a money-making venture for you. This is to try for you to try to bring us all up to speed on what's possible in terms of community and NFTs. But you're going to have to go slow, and you're going to have to explain exactly what we're talking about. Because uh, to be honest, it sounds kind of wacky uh, at, at first uh, blush, right? Can you can you start at the beginning and, and go over it for us, Gary V? Anytime smart people think something I'm doing is wacky on first blush, I know I'm doing something really important. (laughs) To break it down, first and foremost, it is a uh, platform that has a smart contract underneath it that gives every single person of the 10,255 token holders a ticket to a three-year super conference that I'm also announcing called VCon. Think of it as South by Southwest meets Davos meets Rolling Loud, Comic Con, a huge conference. So where where people have been missing NFTs and continue to miss NFTs is the smart contract. This isn't about me putting out a piece of art, even though I've been doodling for a long time, even though this is also the beginning of me uh, standing up an intellectual property that I'm going to be building for the rest of my career. What I'm trying to do is bring enormous value underneath the contract including 555 gift goats, my friend, that actually, when you buy that token, you register to the site, and a minimum of six times a year, over three years, you're getting a surprise physical gift in the mail. What I've done is created triggers to allow me to bring tremendous off-chain value while using the on-chain dynamics. The uh, Ethereum is involved, that's the, uh, with a non-custodial wallet that's how you can do it there's going to be a dutch auction for most of so if you want to go to vfriends.com slash explore i can link it down below but basically this is the site guys um obviously some things are pretty affordable like you know i mean it looks like a lot of things were pretty affordable when they first started selling let's just check what's active or on auction and as we can see, we don't have as much affordability um, in this page, but I wonder if we can kind of navigate here. Yeah, so you can see access tokens, you can see competition, group access, one-on-one, and then scholarship. You can see gift goats, you know, 555 of them. Um, obviously, five ETH. Kind of a lot uh, right now you can see um, admission so if you go to holographic you go to lava uh, gold diamond 
and you can see which ones are on auction and how much they're on auction for and how much they end up selling for. So I would play around with that. Now obviously to buy, you're just gonna have to connect your wallet to the Ethereum mainnet on your MetaMask and uh, you should be good to go. Um, we just click on one, Jolly Jacko. For those of you who don't know, my name is Jack, so I just thought that was funny. The Jolly Jacko. <laughs> uh. So this just has a Beacon admission. It's interesting. This is the kind of stuff though, guys. I mean, the super confidence, he calls it, it sounds very interesting. It's the kind of stuff that just makes you a little bit buy now for free. Certify off into some collectible details. Econ 2022. So let's just check out this video. This is how it made the uh, it's actually a pretty good artist. I feel like this must have been his like best vlog, right? Oh no, no, he shows every single one he tried. That's really cool, huh? Damn, how Gary. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Good for you. Alright guys, so this is the kind of stuff, in my opinion, that's gonna bring more people into blockchain, right? Just further um, exposure of blockchain to traditional financial people. Obviously, you know the OGs of blockchain, bringing a lot of a lot of uh, informative education to uh, business people and celebrities and to the mainstream, and then obviously use case utility for things like NFTs, linking the real world to the digital world, and exposing blockchain's value with its public ledger and its smart contracts. Um, what I think of when I think of blockchain is I think we're just early in adoption and that's where the real opportunity is. The bull market is very, like it's a small, small factor to me. I think capitalizing on the bull market obviously is great, but if you're just a long-term holder, then you can really just sit back and relax because it's just a matter of time, guys, before your investments perform very, very well. So with that being said, this is Jay Crypto. And I hope you guys enjoyed. I know that we veered off track from doing our usual thing. Um, however, I thought it was important to go over those things and give you guys some of the, the, the news. All right, guys, take care.